Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you are sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at Deal to Heal Teas. That my Shopify.com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you. Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App and make a donation to dollar sign E. James, the number 418. Make a one-time donation to the Cash App or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problems, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys once again for joining me on the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe, listen, like, subscribe, and share um, our, our podcast on all of our social media um, platforms. Our YouTube page, definitely want to get that up. Um, our Facebook page, where we'll be able to communicate with you more uh, in depth and share more information on uh, events and things that we have going on. And also our Spotify podcast uh, platform, so that you can listen to us on the go. All right. Um, also, stay tuned until the end. I'm going to tell you how you can win $100 from the podcast, and it don't cost you anything, right? So let's jump right in it today. Just like any other day, we are blessed with a guest. Um, and I was going to pronounce your name wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say it wrong as so I had to catch myself. <laughs> Miss Wynette, how are you doing? Oh, I am doing well. I am doing well, and I hope you are too. I am doing very well. Uh, first of all, let me say thank you for being here. Uh, you could have been doing anything else, anywhere else, but you are here with me and my listeners, and I definitely appreciate it. Now, absolutely, no, no problem. problem. Thank you. Okay, all right. So let's jump right in it. Um, 
why don't you introduce yourself to my listeners and tell them what it is that you do? Absolutely. Hello, hello, hello. I am Wynette Richardson, the uh, founder of Richardson Speaks. And I have actually been an educator for about 14 years uh, in the public school systems and in the collegiate um, collegiate areas as well. Uh, I'm a motivational speaker and author. So um, I've just been living my life on purpose. That's exactly what I do. Okay. All right. And so you, you jump right in and we're going to jump right in because purpose was what I wanted to talk about first, <laughs> first and foremost. And so when we're talking about purpose, a lot of times um, the hard part uh, of what may seem hard for most people is to find their purpose. Mm-hmm. So when you're speaking with someone who who may be at a crossroads of trying to find what it is that they were meant to do, what would be something or how would you explain to them, you know, even the process of going about and finding their purpose? And also give us a little bit of your backstory to how you even found your own purpose. Okay, very, very good, very good. Actually, um, I like to say this a lot and it's taken a page out of my own book, right? Literally and figuratively, actually. So <clears throat> I remember vividly, and I actually wrote about this in my book. As I was matriculating through college, um, I started out as an education major. And when I got to my student teaching, I was like, <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> I do not want to teach. I do not want to do anything dealing with children. I'm just not, I'm not doing it. And so I had a conversation with my college advisor and she looked at me dead in my eyes and she said, okay, you're gonna be a teacher. And I was like, oh no, I'm not. And so long story short, um, I ended up teaching uh, by default and it was, the feeling I could not explain when I walked into the classroom that very first time, I felt mm. purpose. I felt like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And that was it. it that was it. And I was like, no, this isn't it. I, I'm still questioning, second guessing myself. This isn't it. And I tried to get away from it, but it always came back to me. It always came back to me. And it was just natural. It was just natural. And so I shared that story because a lot of times we feel that we are unable to find our purpose or we don't even know what our purpose is. However, a lot of times, our purpose is that thing that we just can't pull away from. That thing mm-hmm. that comes so naturally to us that we still want to pull away from and then it just draws us back in. It, it doesn't always feel good. Right. But it's that thing that we can't even describe how it really feels because it's just so natural. That's our purpose because our purpose is a part of our gift. And so when we are gifting someone, it's just a natural thing that we do because it's just a part of our heart. 
that we give. And so that's that's how we can find our purpose. It's not easy and it doesn't always feel good. Right. But that's how we can connect to our purpose. Okay. So often oftentimes I share um a couple of years ago, because this has been a journey for me, um, right. also even to get to, to this point. And the, over the last year or so, I really got into um uh, personal development and 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 working on myself and, and getting to know myself in, in in different ways, you know. In this season of my life, I'm, I'm 46. I made 46 this year, you know. And so, just in this new season of my life, like, okay, who are you? You know, the kids is grown and, and doing their own things, and you know, you're you're finding yourself in this new space with you know, new time, time, more time. On one hand, you know, as far as not so much worried about the children, because the children are young adults now, so they, you know, have a, a more taken on more of their own responsibility for themselves, right. you know. And but now you have this new place to where you're looking at yourself, like, okay, who am I now? You know, I, I had my first child when I was 25, 25 or 26. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm 46 now. You right. know, <laughs> so like now it's a whole new person. And so right. when you, and even in your relationships. In your, your marriages, you know, you find yourself at this new crossroad. Right. And you're looking in the mirror like, okay, now, 20 years later, who am I now? Right. You know, and so I was going on this, this journey of uh, self-development and, and learning about myself. And one of the things that, that God gave me uh, pertaining to purpose, he gave me this quote, and it says, the pain births purpose and purpose births progress. And progress is the evidence that God is at work, right? And so I, I, the way that I kind of help people, because that was, he gave me that as an example of my own process that I went through, even to start the Friend to Fatherless Daughters, um, which is what led me to, to this, to even starting this platform. But that came out of the pain of going through some issues with my wife at the time, who was a fatherless daughter. And we started having some issues in our marriage because of the differences in upbringing. You know, she was from a single mother home. I was from a two-parent home with my mom and my dad, you know. And so just differences in in upbringings and communities and environments that when we came together, you know, at first, you know, I was in the beginning, you're in a honeymoon stage. So that's all good. But then when the reality of everything started kicking in, you know, we faced some challenges. And so out of that pain of those challenges that we face uh, came um, the Friends of Fatherless Daughters page, right? Which was my second page because my first uh, platform was the Man Up program, which right. was my male mentoring program. And I had probably had that for about a year or so. But when I started the Friends of Fatherless Daughters platform, it just took off. Right. You know, I got right. invitations, people was calling me and I'm like, okay. And and so with that progress, with that process came, you know, along with that, what God gave me was the pain births purpose, which was the purpose. And then the purpose births progress and the progress is the evidence that God is at work. So since the progress has start kicking off, I'm like, that must be God at work. Let me, let me ride it, you know? And so Absolutely. here we are. And so I, I try to explain to people that even finding that purpose in your pain, it's not necessarily, doesn't even necessarily have to be your pain, but it's just a pain 
that you feel strongly enough about that you want to do something about it. You know, and so that's why, you know, you have people that feed the hungry when they may not have never been hungry. You know, uh, people that, you know, have a heart for children and they might not even have children. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's a, a pain that touches you in a place where you want to do something about it. You want to make a difference. Absolutely. And so that's how we kind of find our purpose. That's how I explain it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's actually like, I, and you said a lot of things that were like so, 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 so key in that purpose, right? Um, a lot of times, all the students that I've ever taught for the most part, had different lives than I did, right? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't necessarily experience what they experienced, but I was able to understand their pain. So I taught from a different perspective. And as my life continued to evolve, you know, my purpose is still there, but it's being elevated to another level, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, and it had to elevate because of the pain that I am going through, right? And what I've gone through has taken my purpose to another level. Um, Because sometimes when you only have four walls, right? You can only do but so much. And so education is is vast, it's large. it, It comes in all different forms. And so even though my purpose is still educating, it just looks a little differently now because of the pain that I ha- I'm enduring and have gone through to be able to help the students on a different level. Right, right. And I, and I know that, that uh, one of the things that you have, had said um, when you had responded to, to my invite to be here was mm-hmm. that your philosophy on education is building a rapport which creates a safe space for education and transformation to take place. So explain a little bit about that and why is that so important um, when it comes to not just your students, you know, finding that transportation, I should say transportation, (laughs) that transformation, (laughs) but also people we talk to uh, and even your audiences when when you're speaking as as a speaker. Yes, absolutely. So one of the things that um, I've realized in in life is that in every season of our lives, um, we have to transform. And if we think about it from a, a literal sense, right now we're in summer. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you are right now, but it's been hot where mm-hmm. I am, right? And so and it actually reminded me, I wore jeans the other day, right? I was like, oh, I'm going to be inside all day. I'm going to wear jeans. It was like 95 degrees. The humidity was probably like at 100. I was hot because I didn't dress for the right season, right? right? And so when our seasons change in our lives, some of the tools that we had from last season it may work, 
but we need to change the head of the tool so that it can actually mm-hmm. operate the way that it needs to operate in that season. And so what am I saying? So when we go from season to season, we have to transform our lives for that season. And I always start with my students in the classroom day one, day two. I need to know who's in my classroom. I need to know you by name. I need to know some of the things that you like. I need you to, you know, I need you to understand that I'm here for you. I want to help you in any way that I can, but I can't do that if I don't know who I'm serving. Mm-hmm. So in order for a transformation to take place, we have to get to the root of what it is that we want to change that thing that we want to learn that person that we want to become it's already inside of us but we need for it to actually transform and so when i speak to my students we all always we always start with where we are and i always have them to write something so that we know where we're going so that they can see their own transformation happen Mm -hmm. in the classroom And it helps me to be able to teach them the way they need to be taught. And so when I speak to different audiences, students or adults, um, I I like for us to start with a mindset. Because if we do not start with what we're thinking and how we're thinking, then we are unable to move forward into that transformation in which we want to become. And so in my uh, book, The Transformation Journal, uh, Transforming Words into Reality, a lot of times we speak, oh, I want to be a millionaire, oh, I want to do this, or I wish I had, or I thought I did this right, but all those things, it, 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 we want it, but sometimes we don't have the right mindset to go get it. And when we shift our mindsets, when we transform those dreams that we're having and, and <clears throat> excuse me, to the words that we speak and the work that we're doing, we can, we can transform to those things that we speak. And, and I always share with people, it starts with the mind. I've been speaking for many years saying that I was a motivational speaker but I wasn't ready to be a motivational speaker, you know, but I had those dreams of becoming one, right? I just didn't have a mindset. And so my life had to transform many times before I got to that place to transform my dreams into a reality. And so I use my life as an example because I, I don't want, people to ever think that, oh, well, I, she read a book and she came up with this. Mm-mm. This is real life practice. <laughs> right, right. On, the job, on the job experience. You know, and so, um, so I want, you know, my transformation to be a tool to help somebody else because at the end of the day, I already had what I needed inside of me. I, I just needed to shift on how I used my mind to transform my dreams into my reality. Yeah, and I and I I like what you said because 
I've found just in my myself and my own story and the, and the people that I help and talk to that a lot of times their biggest uh, hurdle is to be able to look at themselves and evaluate themselves. You know, first of all, starting with just self-worth, right? Yes. And then, you know, once you actually build up your self-worth, then self-accountability, yes. you know? And, yes. and I think that's a very big one, which people just take in responsible, uh, responsibility for their own lives, yes. you know? And yes. there are some, some situations that you may have been a victim of, you know, there may be some circumstances and situations that, you know, that affected you neg negatively, you know, but you can't always or you can't continue to point at them things saying, hey, that happened to me. So now I'm this or, you know, that person didn't do this, you know, for me or Absolutely. or did do this to me. And so now I'm here, you know, at some point you have to look at yourself and say, OK, now that I am here, what am I going to do about it? Absolutely. You know, what am I going to do to change? What am I going to do to take accountability and take responsibility for my own life to make my dreams come true? Because I, I believe, like you said, a lot of times we, we say we want something and sometimes we just don't know how to get it. But then sometimes it's like we get a, a, a high off saying it, you know, oh, I want to be rich and I want this and I want that. And you feel so good saying it that you think you didn't did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, okay, it's not that you not that you said you want it. What are you gonna do to get it? Right. You know, what are you gonna sit down and, and count up the cost, you know, as the Bible say, to see what it is that you want, what is it gonna cost you, what is it gonna take for you to get to do to be able to achieve those goals that you said that you want. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, <clears throat> excuse me. In, in this very moment of my life, um, my life is transforming yet again. Mm -hmm. And um, in March of 2021, I lost my mom. Um, my mom had been sick for a very long time. And um, she always bounced back, right? I mean, mom always bounced back. It, it was just one of those things. Oh, mom is sick. She's in the hospital. She's going to bounce back. I believed it. But she didn't. And so um, she passed away. And that was probably one of the hard, well, it, 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 it's not one. It was the hardest thing I've ever had to experience, you know, in my life. And um, my dad unexpectedly passed away. Um, two months ago and well yeah yeah two months ago um i literally talked to him monday night conversation normal everything was normal and monday it wasn't even 24 hours later i got a phone call stating that my dad was not breathing and um just a year and a couple of months later, I lost both of my parents. Um, and my parents have been married all of my life, actually before, you know, I was even born. So only thing I knew all of my life were my parents. And so um, it's definitely been a very transforming two years of my life. 
Um, and not to mention just like, I mean, my parents, yes, they passed away, but two of my aunts passed away. My mom's sisters, one passed away, like right a month after my mom, um, one of my mom, one of my aunts passed away, um, mother's day weekend of this year. And it just, my dad passed away a couple of days after her, like he attended her funeral Saturday. He died Tuesday. One of my students was shot and killed. So I had a series of like close deaths. Um, I actually counted them the other day. It was seven people that I knew not. And two of them were my own parents, my own parents, the people that, you know, birth that, that created me mm-hmm. passed away. And so my life, uh, is yet again transforming and but this time Ernest is different it's different this time because it's a transformation that time waits for nobody mm-hmm. and you have a purpose that you have to fulfill while you're here and so it has shifted my mindset again. You know what? You have to speak those things that you know that are already inside of you. You have to make sure that your dreams do become a reality, but they were because they were put inside of you when you were created. And so I look at life differently now because all the foundation that I had, if I were to fall, it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't pick up. This has been the, a very rough week for me. I couldn't pick up the phone with mom. How do I go through this? Dad, I'm a, I was a daddy's little girl and a mama's baby. I'm going to be honest. I'm putting it out for everybody to know. <laughs> you know. So I can't call them anymore. And so as I embark upon this transformation i have to think a little differently now i have to understand that hey you've got to put in the work hey you have to sit and understand what you're going through you have to feel those feelings you have to be able to allow those things to help you heal from what you're experiencing, because it could have took me out. Mm-hmm. I, it could have it, it taken me out. I wouldn't be able to share my story with anybody else, but I'm still standing because I want everyone to be able to transform their dreams into reality. You owe it to yourself. And I just want to to help somebody along the way that even in the midst of everything that you are experiencing, you can still transform your life to the life that you always dreamed that it would be. And you know what? I'm, I'm, first of all, my condolences uh, Thank you. for, Thank for you. your losses. And you. is this is it's crazy because I, I've recently had this conversation with someone uh, close to me. Um, because we were talking, and uh, and I know before we started recording, I, I shared with you that I had also lost my mom uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And you know, like you said, you can't pick up that phone and make that yes. phone call. You know, and I was saying, you know, sometimes it felt like it was 
last year or years ago. It's probably yeah. been about 10 years. And sometimes yeah. it feel like it's been 10 years. Right. And then sometimes it feel like it was yesterday, you right. know, and, and it just, you know, how that happens. But one of the things that, uh, so with my business, right, as a, as a um, plat, with my overall business, mm-hmm. right, so my business, I, I do several things. Motivational speaker, I do the podcast, and then I do uh, workshops and things like that. So one of the workshops that I'm going to start doing soon, again, because I did it at one time, uh, is a workshop called, um, it's a bereavement workshop, and it's called Maintaining Your Faith During Your Morning, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. in the season when my mom passed away, three years before my mom passed away, my mother-in-law, at the time, who I was very close to, mm-hmm. uh, passed away from cancer. Okay. But then fast forward three years after that, my mom passed away from cancer. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that in that program, what I teach is the blessings that come from death. Mm-hmm. And one of those blessings is purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you already have purpose, then it's drive. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when my mom and my mother-in-law passed away and I started going to bereavement myself um, and I loved that whole process to the point that I was like, okay, I have to, I have to do something again, going back to that pain, which burst that purpose. And so I started a uh, nonprofit organization called Ann Christine. My mom's name was Ann. My mother-in-law's name was Christine. So it's okay. called Ann Christine Charities. And I started uh, doing bereavement support. Okay. And so fast forward now, um, I'm a part of this forgiveness workshop, which is a virtual workshop that we do uh, every quarter. Okay. Um, and so we just talk about forgiveness and, and things like that. But the young lady who was over it, she actually started it three years before I ever knew anything about it. Wow. Right. So she started it and she was, you know, going on three years. And mm-hmm. so then when we met, you know, she told me of the whole vision behind it and the whole story behind it was because of her heart for um what she's seen as a rise in suicides you mm. know and mm. and people passing away and so fast forward you know she tells me about it she tells me you know the whole backstory and we're getting ready to launch to where we start doing them every quarter because we was doing them she was doing like once a year Okay. So we had this conversation and uh, I was a part of the first one this year. And, you know, she was like, well, what do you think about doing it more often? And we're talking about it. And so we're getting right where we're about to go into doing this every quarter. Okay. And she get the news that one of her coworkers who she was close to committed suicide. Oh my gosh. And so, you know, she's going, of course, going through her grief and everything at at that time. And one of the things I was telling her, like I just mentioned, that sometimes death gives you that push that Mm -hmm. you need. Like, so we we already had a mind to do it anyway, but now it just gave us that push that we need to really go for it. You know, and like you said, even with, you know, the passing of your parents and you're thinking about it, that now it's like, okay, I got a job to do. Yes, you know, I got something to do. Like it, it gives you that, yes. that push to, you know what, to honor these people who I love so much. You know, I don't want to let them down, even in their passing. You know, while I'm still here, I'm going to make a difference and I'm going to press forward. And I think a lot of times 
you know, we miss that in that transition of, of our grief and everything. Um, and then there's also uh, another thing what I want to do, which was a, a, a another conversation that we had is the collateral damage of purpose. Mm-hmm. And so there is collateral damage when it comes to purpose. And so when we, if I, I'll just take myself for, for example, that when my mom passed away, that gave me purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And as for my purpose, it's like, okay, I'm going to start this bereavement group and support group and I'm going to help mm-hmm. people. Well, I got eight sisters and brothers. They didn't get that. You right. know what I mean? Right. They didn't right. get that. All they got yeah. was the grief part of it, you mm-hmm. know, of mom being gone. So that was that collateral damage that they had to feel, even though it mean, it gave me purpose, it only right. gave them pain. And right. a lot of times we we miss that, and, and we were having a conversation about it, and we just start thinking thinking about people that we knew, and we even talked about Job in the Bible. You're like Job, his whole family was collateral damage. Yes, just because the yes. devil wanted to make an example out of yes. him. You know, uh-huh. like, oh, well, let me kill all his kids and take all his money and you know kill his servants, and all of them was like, hey, we ain't got nothing to do with that. You right, know what right. I mean? <laughs> so I've been I've been really thinking about that lately. Like, wow, yes. collateral damage of, of purpose because there is some some people that got to go along for for the ride of your purpose, even though they don't get the blessing of the purpose. I guess you know, to say. So I, I was just thinking about that recently and like, yeah, I think I'm going to have to dive a little deeper into that, you know? It, and, and, you know, and, and that's one of the things like, um, I was actually having a conversation um, with someone about this not too long ago. And I was like, I, I can't always explain like on the days that it don't feel mm-hmm. the greatest, because those those pieces are still there, you know. Like, right. I, I mean, if I move the wrong way, I, I might step on that piece, mm-hmm. you know. And and sometimes, um, I, it it has it. I I do have some of that residual collateral damage there. That's why I am in therapy, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I my tribe. I my I have a, a tribe that's been there for me day one since my mom passed. They didn't even leave my side when my mom passed and when my dad passed. They were just right there even more, you mm-hmm. know. And so I I like some days I I can talk about it and the days where I'm feeling that residual I really can't explain it to you. I, I, there's mm-hmm. nothing that I can really say because it may not be transformational, you know, um, <laughs> because it's still there. Like, right. and, and that's one of the reasons why um, I'm very vocal about this process um, because a lot of times um, it, it's really easy to revert back to our old ways, to our old habits, to our old mm-hmm. mindsets, to our old whatever, when we are feeling that hurt and we're feeling that pain. Oh, it would just be so much easier if I just do X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, and so that's why I I like to have these conversations um, and being open about this process 
just it's not even it's probably not even for me honestly mm -hmm. you know because even i know that our topic isn't about grief but a lot of times we grieve over things or we grieve over you know those habits that took us so long to break and we want to revert back to it and then when we are having a hard day we just kind of go back to it or you know i mean there's so many things that um and i love the way you put that collateral damage you know that mm -hmm. those pieces are still there when we when when we sometimes can have a moment or be in the moment and um mm -hmm. it's just so important to to understand both aspects of it. Right, um, right. And, and, and mm -hmm. I, I wanted to, you know, and, and I know you said that, that, you know, this wasn't our topic, but my platform, this whole platform is to bring healing, you know, yes. and and I know that grief is a is a uh, topic that we need healing in, you yes. know, and so I, I like to talk about it. You know, and I'm I'm mm -hmm. vocal about my experience, mm -hmm. you know, with, with my mom passing because um, not only did I experience, you know, of course, the grief of, of her passing, but that sent me into a deep depression because of mm -hmm. other things that I was also dealing with at mm -hmm. that time, mm -hmm. which sent me uh, to a point where I was having suicidal ideations. Mm -hmm. You know, um, mm -hmm. thank God I didn't, you know, attempt Absolutely. it or or yes. you know go forward with it, but just being able to talk about that, you know, we're able to talk about grief, we're able to talk about suicide, we're able to talk about depression, mm -hmm. you know, which is which is things that we all deal with, you know, on, on one day or another, right. you know, and right. so we have to be able to freely talk about it because yes. it's, it's healing. Number one is it's healing for us to talk about it. Yes. You know, it's healing to have the conversation, you know, especially with someone who, who can understand, you know, what you're going through. And I remember yes. years ago, um, and I don't know if this was before it had to be after my mom passed because that's probably why I remember it so so vividly. But I remember Bishop uh TD Jakes uh doing a sermon and he was talking about when his mom passed away. Mm -hmm. And I think it was around Mother's Day or something like that. And you know, people was telling him, you know, I'm sorry for your loss that your mom passed away. And he was saying, you know, you saying you're sorry for me, but I'm sorry for you because I know a pain that you yet has to feel. Yeah. Like I felt it. I'm dealing with it. I'm getting through it. But I know you have no idea. You know what I mean? And so it's like, <laughs> it's like you said you feel sorry for me. This was like, <laughs> I hope I don't have to feel sorry for you anytime soon. But believe me, it's like it's 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 a it's a pain that you you can, you know, and, and like I said, I grew up with my mom and my dad. You know, my mm -hmm. dad's still alive. My dad's still, you know, in good health and everything, you know. But there is a part of your life, uh, I don't know, just part of your being that you hold, your mom holds in your in your life, you know, partly because there's a connection because, of course, she gave you life. And right. then the nurturing, you know, growing up and things like that, right. you know, so there's always a special place for your mom. And so when you go through that, you know, transformation of dealing with not having her mm -hmm. around, it, it is different, yes. you know, and, it is, yes. and it's a it's a day-to-day -day journey, yes. you know, and, you know, I remember my brother telling me, 
is my baby brother. And this was maybe a year or two after my mom had passed away, mm-hmm. you know, and he was driving to uh to my mom's house. My, my dad was still there, uh still there, and uh, I think you know, some of my sisters and brothers were still there, uh staying there at the house. And so he's driving to the house and he pulls in the driveway. And the way that their house is set up, the driveway is right here. The house is here. There's a bedroom right there. That was my mom's bedroom, mm-hmm. right at the at the corner. You right. know. And so he said he pulled in the he pulled in the driveway, and as soon as he pulled in the driveway, he just started crying, and he couldn't yeah. stop. So he literally had to sit in the car for like five minutes, yeah, just crying. You know. And yeah. it was just like I said, this part was like two years after my mom was was gone already. Yes. You know. And so that's just how grief is. You know, you have to work your way through it. And sometimes it comes knocking, saying, remember me? Yes. I'm like, no, I'm still here. You know, know, and and it's interesting that you said that because I was actually, um, I was telling my therapist, I was like, I was on such a great path with like grief, like the grief process with my mom. But when my dad passed, it knocked me all the way back to grieving and grief and grieving are two different things you know and because they're two different things that means sometimes you deal with both of them right and so it is a lot and i think and and one of the my sister and i were actually having this conversation just the other day and one of the thing well the one of the first things um that helps me especially like on a day where it's really hard for me is that I know that my parents are with the Lord mm-hmm. they and I'm not saying this because they were my parents you know anyone that has ever encountered my mom or my dad or them collectively will say the same thing my parents were amazing people um my dad's been a, he was a deacon all of my life um, my mom was a deaconess. I mean, they were servants. They were the willing workers. I mean, <laughs> the willing workers, you know, I, I mean, um, I still actually have still pictures of it in my phone. My dad would send me pictures of the marquee, the church marquee every, every time that he would uh, do it. it. How does this sound? Is this good? What you think? Should I do something else? I mean, just really faithful people to anything they were connected to and amazing parents and grandparents and great grandparents. And so that's the thing that holds me together sometimes. It's just knowing that they were good people. They loved people and they were good stewards of everything that they had possession of. And so knowing that it helps me to understand when I don't understand um, and, and knowing that their purpose had been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And even though it pains me, even if, you know, the, the shoes that I wear have many, 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 many miles on them and they have many, 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 many days of pain and hurt. I, I, my, my daily prayer is just, Lord, help my unbelief when I don't believe and when I don't understand, just help me to find that peace and knowing, um, because they were good people. 
And I rest on that. They, they were good people. They had great hearts. And so that's the thing that really continues to help me um, when I need that little extra nudge. However, it's also, it, it drives me because if it weren't for them instilling some of the things that they have taught me and laying that foundation, I, I wouldn't be able to, you know, speak today or just even have this conversation. And so the healing part is, is where I am. And I'm at the very, very, very beginning stages of it. I'm right. probably, you know, toggling between the, the angry part some days and the healing yeah. part, you know, yeah. I mean, truthfully, right. Yeah. But I know that healing is on the way. And I know that as I continue to, you know, move forward, I will continue to heal. And like you're saying, listen, I don't wish this on anybody. So don't feel sorry for me. It's not a feeling that I would ever wish on an enemy that I don't even have. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a lot. And, and so that's why during this process of my transformation, I know that the healing that I am going to receive from this is a healing that I didn't even know I needed. And I'm dropping the mic on that. Right, right. I didn't even know that I needed the healing that I am receiving right now. It, it's unfortunate that my parents had to be taken away, but it was also something that I needed in order for me to continue to really drive my purpose and transform mm -hmm. to who God created me to be. Yeah. And I believe I believe that there is a thing, there is a such thing as uh transference of purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And so you talked about, you know, your mom and dad being being great people and active in the church, and you know, they had a work to do. Yes, and, and they did that. Mm -hmm. And so there's a transference of okay, uh I can't even think of what the scripture is right now, but it says I I, I finished my course. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and so now it's like, all right, I'm finished. So now I'm passing this to you. Yes. You know, you got to keep this going. Yes. And so even with myself, you know, when you said about the, the text messages that you have, you know, still from your dad. So my my grandmother was a pastor. OK. And when my grandmother passed away, my mom became the pastor. OK. And so uh, years later, uh, I did not of my home church, but. Me and uh associate minister, a uh, friend of mine, we started our own church. Okay. Uh, and I was the executive pastor. But whenever I go home uh, to my home church, uh -huh. right, and I go into church, they have my mom's picture on the wall. Okay. You know, and so you walk into this place, you know, which has its own set of memories, you know, years and, and, and everything. Yes. And then you look, you know, over to your left. When you first come in, and there's this this like chair that's right there where my mom used to always sit. Oh, wow. so you come in the door, you automatically look to the right. Right, you know what I mean? yes. the chair is there, you know, and it's like part of you be hoping that she's over there. Right, you know right, right, right. <laughs> you know, again, it's just that it's a day at a, it's a day at a time. 
You know right. what I mean? So you come right. in and you look up and like, oh, okay. So she's not she's not in the chair. Right. But then you look up and there she is on the on the wall. And you know, the smile that she has and the look on her face, she's just kind of right. you know, smiling at you. And it's like, yeah, like you you have a job to do. Absolutely. You know? And then again, it's like I, I finished mine, you know, but you have to keep going, you know, you Absolutely. have something to do, you know. And I always say, if you're still here, you ain't finished. You know what I mean? If you still here, you ain't finished. So, you know, when God takes those, and, and, th and that's another thing that I always say about people, because a lot of times people say, why, why do God always take the good people? And I will say, because they were ready, right. you know, and mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you know, this person did this, this and that, and he should have took them and they're so evil. Yeah, but he's giving them time to get it right. Right, you know right. I mean? He's giving them time to get it yes. right. It's like, we're still here. So that yes. means we must need a little more time too. You know what I'm That's saying? It. And so he takes those who he chooses who are ready, you know, and that transference of purpose goes to us because we still need time, okay, yes. and we still have time. That's so it. Like, okay, you got a job to do. That's you need it. To be on it. And so, Miss Wanda, I'm I'm so happy that you took out this time to uh, to be on, and I think I probably admire or appreciate this part of the conversation more so than the beginning, because I, I, it's, it's not a conversation that I've had. Well, right. it's a different conversation because right. I did have uh, a young lady on talking about suicide and grief because her son had committed suicide. Okay. okay. But this is a different grief, right? right. right. And um, unfortunately it is a grief that Unless we go first, a lot of us will have, all of us will have to endure, you yes. know? And so I, I appreciate having the conversation with you. I think it's some healing in it and with us just being able to talk about it um, and, and to give a voice to the emotions, give your voice to the, to the process, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and for those that listen and those that hear it to know that, you know, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be some up days. It's going to be some down days, but it's a part of the process. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. we're still here because we still have a job to do and we still yes. have a purpose to do. And mm -hmm. this transformation is for the better, even though it may hurt, yes. you know, but the Bible says all things work for the good. Absolutely. You know? And so we have a work to do and, and it's going to, uh, is it's going to work out. It's Absolutely. going to work out. So this one, I'm going to let you have the last say. Um, definitely wants you to leave us with something, whatever that's on your heart, and give us your um, information where the people can work with you or just follow you on on your social media platforms and things like that. Um, and while you think about that, uh, to my listeners, first of all, thank you guys for. Um, hanging on in there until the end. I told you guys I was going to tell you how you can win $100. So I'm going to tell you. So in order to win $100 from the podcast, you have to enter our super subscriber contest. And what is that? It just means you subscribe to all of our platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, and our Spotify podcast. And after you have uh, subscribe to all three. Then text the word WIN, W-I-N, to 
0730. That's 866 326 0730 to qualify to win $100. Uh, the contest is random and the contest is ongoing. So I can pull as many names as I want, uh, as, as many as much $100 I got to spare. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you can win at any time. So again, just uh, join our super subscriber contest. And all you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel, which you do anyway because you're watching. But subscribe to our Facebook page where you want to do that anyway so you get all the good information that we're not able to share on YouTube. And uh, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify so that you can listen on the go. And then after you've done all three, text the word WIN to 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. So, and that's that. So. Miss Wynette, I'm going to let you have the last say. First of all, again, let me say thank you so much for being on. Thank you for sharing uh, your story with us. Thank you for the conversation, you know, because it's a conversation I haven't had in a while. And I think this is as much needed for me as it maybe was for you uh, to have. So, again, I thank you for being on. I appreciate you for taking out the time to share your story with us. And the floor is yours. Thank you so much again for having me. Um, I really, really, really appreciate it. Truly appreciate it. Extremely grateful. And so I just want to share this last thing with, uh, with the listeners today. The time is now to make, to create your dream for it to become a reality. It's time to shift our minds to that mindset that we need in order to transform. Your transformation is going to be beautiful. Know it, believe it, so that you can receive it. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Richardson Speaks. Definitely um, don't forget to follow me there. You can find me on YouTube at Richardson Speaks. I would love to just connect with people. Listen, I'm gonna to continue to share my story share my journey because I want my transformation to be an example for you so that you can believe in your transformation. Thank you so much. I appreciate it and looking forward to connecting with everyone. Take care. All right. And there it is. So to all my listeners, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Again, this is Deals to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and our mission is to help people to deal to heal and to fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain and to fulfill your purpose. So until next week, we'll see you guys later. Be blessed. Hey guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730. In order to receive text messages, with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right, see you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill.
deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.